I'm William E. Davis. I play the cigarette smoking man, and you're listening to Intro to X. Welcome to Intro to X. This podcast is out there. I am FBI Director Robin, and I'm joined by my special agents. Cammy, Claire. <laughs> Rob. And we also have a special guest with us today, and uh, recording with Brad and the Ramjack Studios, Alex. Hey guys, what's Yay! up? Woo! Woo! Happy to be here. Um, this episode's a pretty good time. Looking forward <laughs> to talking about it. <laughs> Well, Alex, I said last week that uh, there was a specific reason I was happy you were going to be on. I'm really hoping you did all the research for the animal facts this week. <laughs> I have, I just have so many animal facts on my own, just off the top of my head, that little research <laughs> is needed. But I, I have done some research this week on animal facts. I will try to just get them in anywhere that they become, you know, I guess appropriate for our discussion. Awesome. Yeah. And we have a little noise every time there's an animal fact, like a, a monkey or something. We'll make an noise. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a gorilla scream or something. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, can you edit that in? Uh, well, it depends how long we go today. <laughs> All right, so the X File we're opening today is for season two, episode 18 Fearful Symmetry. And um, can anybody tell me why it's named Fearful Symmetry, except for the fact that it's from a poem called The Tiger? <laughs> Because I don't, I don't. Pretty sure it. that's it. All right. <laughs> it's so fearful the symmetry between ooh, invisible animals that disappear and uh, uh, humans that are. That's <sighs> it. <laughs> <laughs> disappearing. Go on. Their dreams are disappearing. <laughs> you know the human, the human spirit. It's disappearing. Why? Because invisible pee. Invisible. <laughs> We can't even see it. It's happening that fast. It's every. It's just gone. Gone in a moment. Gone. And where is it? Where's it reappear? Who knows? I didn't know you guys were actually going to be reading from a transcript of a recording of the writer's room, but uh, <laughs> it's the human condition. You guys are really bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get into a sixty-second plot summary. Not it. Uh, let me hit, hit the wheel and see if that worked. Spin you dirty wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tammy. Yay! <laughs> Why was I yes? Just because it wasn't you, or <laughs> yeah, pretty much it. <laughs> I would have said yes to anybody's face, but mine. <laughs> All right, and you will be going in three, two, one, go. All right, so we start off with some Spanish jazz music, liven up the episode in Idaho. And then um, there maybe, maybe it was just because I watched Jurassic Park, not sure. But then I thought it was ghost dinosaurs, but then it was a ghost elephant or not. <laughs> and then there was a real elephant and it died. And then we had kind of a PETA person, but it's not. It's W-A-O, whatever that was. I'm sure I, someone will tell me what it's supposed to be. Then there was a ghost tiger at some point. And then we learned there's not really ghost animals. They're taken by aliens. And I just assume it's because Mulder talked to his magic genie. And he, he just decided <laughs> it's got to be aliens. Um, and they're stealing their um, little babies. And then a monkey dies. And I was glad because I freaking hate monkeys with every fiber of my being. So there we go. That was it. 
51. Oh, yeah, 3 I, seconds. You can't saying, I don't know why Scully and Mulder were even there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just a hang. Never, no, no. Uh, I well, have no clue why they're there. I can answer that right away. I mean, okay. the, the, they were. They said they were there because a federal employee was killed. The, yeah, that. The, the, yeah, Dan said group. that, and I was like, "Really? That's it? Oh, all right." It's yeah, <laughs> shallow, but you know. Mulder Where Smith was this federal employee, by the way? This was a, the road worker. <laughs> worked for the federal government. Surprise! They they, they, they employed road crews. Yep. Right. It's mentioned really fast. Like yeah, it's really it easy to miss. Like I completely forgot about seeing that guy altogether. <laughs> Um, all right, so this one aired uh, February 24th, 1995. Uh, we have a writer and director that both don't come back, but they do have uh, <laughs> notable credits. Our work uh, here is done. <laughs> <laughs> the writer, yeah. Boom. There you go. Uh, the writer is Steve DeJarnat. He, uh, he is the person that wrote Strange Brew, the uh, adventures of Bob and Doug McKenzie, <laughs> that classic movie. Nice. And he also directed uh, Melanie Griffith as an android babe in Cherry 2000. Oh. So that's Steve. Um, the director, James Whitmore Jr., directed a ton of TV, some uh, notable episodes, including the uh, Abigail Fuller trilogy and uh, Quantum Leap. <gasps> he did... Um, <gasps> <laughs> he did. I only have eyes for you. The Zeppo for Buffy. Uh, one of the series finale for Dawson's Creek and Dead Like Me. And he actually also directed the uh, Angel episode uh, Reprise, which uh, is funny because I'm recording that tomorrow. <laughs> so I got double dose of Whitmore Jr. But yeah, he never came back. <laughs> How could he top this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> might have been like this is the kind of scripts we get here i'm moving on well i mean he the success of this episode i think is why he actually moved on right. like it is it <laughs> is like, an award-winning episode you're, you're um, never gonna literally yeah you're never gonna be able to top this he's like done <laughs> done with thanks Bob. let's move on <laughs> um so we're in fairfield ohio tammy and oh, idaho. i think it's idaho no it's ohio yeah, i think it's idaho is it though yeah it's, it's idaho, idaho. Thank you. I'm going to look that shit up. Look I'll, it up, man. I'll look right now. Because if it's in Ohio, I'm scared. <laughs> Idaho, I'm worried. Idaho Mutual Insurance Trust, Fairfield, Idaho. Oh, no. Sh oh, see, never mind. I'm a dumbass. Twice. Because one, <laughs> one, one, uh, one of the cities is Boise. So <laughs> Boise, Ohio is definitely a famous <laughs> one. You mean Boise, Idaho? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> All right. Well, that's 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 recorded. Okay. So um, we got uh, Roberto working on his dance moves, um, but his coworker thinks that uh, Roberto is disrespecting his god, the security he, camera. He should have just let Roberto dance. What the hell? <laughs> Roberto well, I'm already like fuck that dude because um, what the hell is he doing with his fucking cigarette? I know. Yeah. He puts the, the, <laughs> filter, the filter on the floor. It's so gross. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take the part I put to my mouth, and I'm gonna put that on the filthy ground that I'm washing with chemicals. Save that for later. Oh, I'm gonna put that on my mouth. Mmm. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> that actor uh, Leno Britos uh, is going to be back again. Um, By the way, Robin, uh -huh. um, I had a very good prediction about the uh, the menu screen, but now you're never going to hear oh, it. Oh, darn it. Man, can we just start this episode all over again? No. 
Because Tammy's going to do the summary again, though, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I basically Sorry. thought that because Mulder was now Mr. Freeze, um, <laughs> he was going to need some rehab because the menu screen was a monkey, or what I thought was a monkey. And I thought he was going to need some rehab and he was going to get a monkey helper a la Monkey Shines. Nice. And and the monkey was going to go on a, on a spree and um, and kill people. And Mulder would have to stop him with his freeze ray. <laughs> now, was the monkey on the menu screen Sophie or was it one of those like cutaway monkeys? That, it, like, it was Sophie, but you couldn't tell okay. it was a gorilla. I thought it was a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, sequel, Gorilla Shines. Uh, so yeah, we get a little bit of. Uh, I don't think a like... helper. I think a helper gorilla sounds like the worst idea ever. Yeah, not helping at all. <laughs> Let me use my crazy strength and just like, oh no, I ripped the sink out again. My oh, bad. No. Let me open that door for you. Rip. <laughs> gorilla on. helper. Stop it. <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Got my own strength. I'm an animal. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, I crushed your skull. <laughs> Put your hat on. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> So we get a little bit of uh, Jurassic Park here, <laughs> where there's like a rumbling, that cigarette's kind of bouncing on the ground, and then the huge window in front of them smashes. You know, call me crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know how invisible alien elephant technology works, but I'm relatively sure, like, one elephant walking down a street does not cause an earthquake. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, uh, probably pretty heavy, right? Like, if it's Just, running, maybe it's, it's running. The building was shaking. that heavy. The whole building shook. Maybe of elephants, multiple. But yeah, no, I one, think it's implied there's only one. That. Yeah. Maybe the elephant was... was just wearing really, really heavy boots. <laughs> and he's clearly cool. drunk because he's knocking shit down <laughs> okay. all over the place. Go home, elephant. Um, <laughs> but the fact that it kicks, I guess it kicks, like it back kicks the window out. Yeah. That's just being, uh, that should, come on, elephant. What are you doing? Dick. <laughs> you should be gawking at me on the street? Smash! <laughs> Because the elephant, I'm sure, isn't aware that it's invisible. Right. It's just going right. crazy. Uh, and then he runs through a road crew, and that's where that federal employee gets trampled. <laughs> um, Scully Mulder here. And then we have uh, the next morning. It's it's foggy, and then the semi nearly hits this elephant that kind of appears on the road. Yeah, as its cloaking device fails, and it's running at it. <laughs> they have, like, a tender moment, like the drive for the elephant. They do. Well, the truck stops, rides the elephant. Like, they, they, like touch like it yeah. breaks just in time his elephant like stops yep yep and then, yep. And then the elephant kind of like goes around the car and just looks at the driver like hey what's up hey buddy can you see me <laughs> find me someone who can see me <laughs> and then, uh, um well there, i do have some behind the scenes elephant facts on uh Ganesha. Um, (laughs) there was initially concern from the producers that the elephant would not run toward the truck, uh, for this teaser, but instead, however, the elephant thoroughly enjoyed the truck and the producers had difficulty keeping the creature away from the truck. (laughs) Love you. Nice. Love you. (laughs) Elephants love trucks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, Ganesha, named after the Hindu god that's an elephant, right? Um, is is actually played by Bubbles. Uh, <laughs> Bubbles is, Bubbles is, uh, was one of the hardest things about this episode. Getting getting her up uh, up to Vancouver. You know, her agent kept pushing for more money, likeness rights. She wanted to be like a part of the investigation. But uh, besides those jokes, um, there there was like issues with the legality. I thought you were serious for a second, like trying to get the elephant a bigger role in the episode. Like I really think it'd be really cool if the elephant like really broke the case. Listen, I. I like what you're saying with it being an elephant uh, in a zoo. But have you considered she's got she's got all kinds of uh, of training. She could possibly play one of the FBI agents. 
She's got, a, I mean, really a, a talented elephant. I think you're, re- I think you're, you're, you're missing out if you're not using her to a full strength. Let let her play, let let her play Fox Mulder in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get this like sad scene where Ganesha is dying on the road, and this kid is crying, and this other kid is just kind of staring in its eyes as the lights are fading. Sad. Sad. <laughs> Guys, if I could interject quickly, because I know the elephant sadly didn't become an FBI agent in this episode. <laughs> uh, this would be the last we see of her. Uh, if I could just interject some quick animal facts. Just please. like some straight up elephant facts. <laughs> First off, I did not know this about elephants. Elephants live in large groups, which they could refer to as herds, but mostly in female groups. The males live by themselves away from other elephants. The males live very solitary lives. Dude's just like, oh, just give me some space. Which is kind of... doing it for themselves. Come yeah. on. Women be talking. Yeah. So at around the age of 12 or 15, <laughs> elephants, dudes are like, I'm out. I'm so good. Mom, stop. You can't tell me what to do. So yeah, anytime you see a group of either eight to a hundred elephants, because apparently they roll in those sizes, all women, except all for ladies. like teenage boys. It's teenage boys and women. But if you see an elephant by themselves, probably a dude just chilling. Though they do buddy up apparently sometimes, which is also kind of neat. Nice, like just two bros hanging out. Um, now this is something that's pretty interesting, and I think this is apropos of the episode. Mm-hmm. It was recently discovered that elephants have shown to be able to communicate long distances by uh, producing a subsonic rumble that can travel over the ground faster than sound through air. And they think the elephants use this as like, especially like dudes off by themselves. They start like sending that subsonic rumble and ladies know, oh, there's a dude over there. Nice. So So they can mate. Wow. But that's kind of crazy. So maybe this elephant was sending out like a a call. It was sending out that subsonic call as the cigarette's going across the ground. And it just happened to be so subsonic, it broke, that shattered the glass. Destroyed it. (laughs) Whoa. It's just looking for love. I'm yeah. sorry, I just... Case I, closed. There you go. I'm a, I'm, since, it was sending out a message. Since Scully Mulder home, we, call, we solved the case. <laughs> Done. Done. I'm an elephant in from out of town, you know, looking for love. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Just reaching out. You didn't know it was going to break glass with that subsonic frequency? I think if the writers knew more about elephants, they probably would have taken it in more kind of the direction you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I thought that, given that, that they actually had researched elephants and that we just didn't... Because I didn't know that about elephants until the show and researched Trust, they haven't, they haven't researched. They didn't research. <laughs> I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> what do you want? Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and elephants do leave footprints on our chests if they step on you. <laughs> 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 yeah. really and uh, uh, When they're talking about this guy, yeah. they say that... His spine crushed like a string of seashells. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Seashells are pretty fragile. Spine crushed like a string of seashells. (laughs) That is a weird description. Yeah. It's a a weird description to go to. Like, wouldn't you say crushed like an eggshell or something? But, like, I don't know. Well, this this person was probably had this in the bank. He was just, like, looking at it for a while. And then somebody came along and asked him, like, how was the spine crushed? He's like, oh, yeah, it's like a string of seashells. (laughs) (laughs) He just got back from the beach on vacation. (laughs) Everything. He's like, God, stop with the beach metaphors, dude. What? Hey! <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Of here. We get you it. You had right? a great vacation. We'll come and see the slideshow. Fine. <laughs> Did anyone else think that Mulder was was particularly sarky in this episode? Snarky at the start. Well, snarky it's sarky and snarky. 
Well, he is insane. We know this. So yeah, I took it as crazy as well. <laughs> when he's Can like just... being all funny about David Copperfield, and it's like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I here here's here. I wrote this down. Another if another car would have left evidence of a collision, distress to the metal or paint. Mm-hmm. I can see signs of neither. First of all. <laughs> that there's all those signs. <laughs> that that's a thing. I'd be willing to admit the possibility of a tornado, but it's not really tornado season. How uh, did a tornado cause this? Yeah, that's w- impossible. Impossible. Also, I'm pretty sure a meteorologist might give you the heads up on a tornado. <laughs> this was '95, though. I mean, we didn't have the kind of technology. We didn't we have, have Doppler now. 6000. Didn't we, have the Doppler. We had didn't Doppler have those 4, vortex tech. We didn't know what was up. We didn't know. So of course, Mulder would wildly speculate it could have been a right. tornado, like a twister. I'd be willing to admit. I'd uh, I'd even entertain the notion of a black hole passing over the area. Are some cosmic anomaly? Of course you would, Mulder. But it's not black hole season, Brad. It's not black hole. What are you talking about? <laughs> How would a black like that's so like random? Oh, black hole just came by. <laughs> oh yeah, classic black hole. You know, sometimes black hole Again. just pops over the atmosphere and just um, it just wreaks havoc and puts an elephant imprint on somebody's chest. Yeah, you know, a seashell guy standing nearby. He's like, I'm gonna save that one for later. No black hole season. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're, he, it did say that uh, Ganesha, when when we meet uh, Ed Meacham, uh, Ganesha, this twelve-year-old Indian elephant, uh, died of exhaustion. Somehow escaped from a locked cage. Now I'm wondering if you guys were thinking elephant with a little bit of a tombs mutation. <laughs> I thought it was an elephant with a lockpick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's impossible. I would more. I would think that an elephant would have a tombs mutation before an elephant using a lockpick. Well, there's no evidence. Of Why? They're, they're very. Their trunks are very. You know, flexible. Nah, it's probably probably a mutation of some sort. Guys, guys, what if the elephant is a witch? <laughs> That's that the thing. Wait a minute. Maybe just Wait a maybe. Minute. Maybe just maybe the elephant is a witch. You think it's pulling tricks? Like I think it's actually doing magic. It's, it's doing like evil magic. magic. Yeah, black magic. Why else would it be invisible? Because there are no aliens in this. It's a it's a zoo of witchcraft. It's a coven of animals. Witch zoo. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Die hand dive Smiles. elephant. <laughs> Come on, we gotta ride it. That's that's wow. I didn't even think that was an option. Mulder's got it wrong. Now Mulder actually talks about the Elephant Rebellion, and I'm I'm wondering, Alex, if you can uh, illuminate <laughs> us on what the Elephant Rebellion was all about. Um, I'll be straight up honest. <laughs> Could not find anything in my research about the Elephant Rebellion. Um, Is it like the Boxer Rebellion? Like whenever there's any sort of organization behind that, uh, if there was any yeah. main leaders that we could talk about. Any, any influences but from other animals? I think really it was you know it was a lot of problems. There was there was some taxation issues. Yeah, oh. didn't feel, they felt like you know really the tax issues were just they didn't they couldn't agree with them, and there were some problems getting representation. And in the end, I think really it's just I mean everyone saw it coming, mm-hmm. but it just got really went really just went bonkers. It's true. I mean, I mean, I I did I I do know that. It's a kind of a big quote from the Elephant Rebellion: "No elephant taxation without elephant representation." <laughs> Very true. Mm. Very true. Mm. Wise words from the elephants. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, Ganesha, according to uh, Meacham, was willful. Um, but uh, you better talk to uh, his, uh, her trainer. Uh, her name is Will. I am, bros. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Oh, is she well, a trainer? Because well there's only two people that work at the zoo, right? Right. There's her and him. That's it. Yep. So, and then, but she's also, like, responsible for getting, you know, trying to breed the animals. But she's also responsible for expanding the cages. And I was like, yeah. how big is this zoo? Like, like, <laughs> there's, like, hundreds of people that work at normal yeah. zoos. Yeah. But there's, like, these two members of staff, and that's it. There's some major sad Dumbo stuff going on at the zoo. It's... Um, oh. Dumbo Sitch. Well, because they've got like a dungeon. Like, what zoo has a dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. So, and Paul Mackey can probably back me up on this. But when we went to Minnesota a couple years ago, we visited the Como Zoo Conservatory because it was on the cheaps. It was like just donation based zoo. And let me tell you, that is the saddest zoo I've ever been to. I almost sit there crying because mm-hmm. <laughs> they had the polar bears in this little space that was like about the size of my bedroom and this little polar bear just kept like walking on the ice and then he'd go into the water circle around come back on the ice walk on the ice (laughs) jump into the water come back around and it was just it was just this tiny little space and it was just so sad so like i saw this zoo on x files and i was like oh my god these zoos are out there like they exist this is just the saddest the zoos are out there that should have been the tagline Oh, it's just so sad. It just and then yeah, watching this episode and watching them like with the with basically circus video, like feeding <laughs> yeah. the yeah. elephants. I was just like, oh. Uh, I was surprised when she said that she has been brought there to make the cages bigger because like the cages are ridiculously small, and the zoo was built in the forties. And I was like, what? So they wait fifty years? Like zoos have moved on more than that in fifty years? Yeah, maybe not this yeah. zoo. Elephants have gotten yeah. bigger since then. That's that's just Idaho. <laughs> the elephants were all, I mean, all the animals were a lot smaller. It's just... You put them in captivity and give them the American diet, mm-hmm. they balloon up. Fact. <laughs> very true. You get some big old elephants up in there. I thought after the Elephant Rebellion that they insisted on conjugal visits, and I can't imagine <laughs> any sort of action going on in a cage that small. <laughs> but the chains kind of add a little kink to the whole... Anyway. Um, <laughs> so... Um, Willa Ambrose is played by Jane Atkinson from uh, Free Willy 1 and 2, uh, 24, The Village. And, guys, she also played Secretary of State Catherine Durant in the Emmy-nominated House of Cards. Nice! So we have a major player here. (laughs) (laughs) She knows all about power. At the zoo, yeah. Um, So Mulder reassures her, we're not looking to blame anyone, we just want the facts. Um, so yeah, we see the cages. They're all they're the whole old ways that Meacham is used to, and uh, she hasn't really talked to him about Ganesha getting loose uh, because uh, he has his hands full with the Wild Again organization, um, who just want to free all the animals. The the yeah, that's what it is. it's so dumb because they even in the even in the dialogue they want to say animal liberation front but they go all the way around that <laughs> we are a front that believes that animals should be liberated <laughs> but just say it just say animal liberation front uh and for some reason they have to meet this uh the head of uh the wao at the construction site that the elephant wrecked just because we had to get more out of that location i guess i don't know <laughs> But uh, yeah, Kyle Lang, guys. Does he uh, look familiar at all to you? Mm, no. That's freaking Lance Guest right there. Halloween 2, uh, Mike Brody in Jaws the Revenge, and most importantly, uh, Savior of the Galaxy, Alex Rogan in The Last Starfighter. Oh, it is The Last Starfighter! Come back to Earth! 
after retiring. Oh, so just... does that mean that it's actually him taking the animals all along? <gasps> what? Wow. This, wow. this episode should blown right open. This shit is deep. It's like this is deep. It really is. This is like the inception of X-Files episodes. And when I mean <laughs> exception, I mean like it's really, really deep and insightful. I really like the fearful symmetry between the X-Files mythology and the last Starfighter universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Bingo. Got him. Okay. <laughs> close up shop, people. Yeah, they yeah. all think it's sneaking past us. All these red herrings of aliens. We are the aliens. We're abducting them. The last starfighters. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kyle says, you know, hey, these elephants, they're spiritual creatures. They bury, <laughs> they, they bury their own. And, you know, if you let them loose, they can totally find where their ancestor ancestors are buried instinctively. They're incredibly spiritual, incredibly spiritual creatures. Their rituals and behaviors are linked to a past no man has ever witnessed. What? Yeah. <laughs> linked to a past no man has ever. So what? You mean people haven't been watching elephants? Elephants have been around. <laughs> so then, how do you know? Did the elephants tell you? Like what? Elephants pass on their traditions. I think subsonically through the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, they have a In history code. that goes well past the ten thousand or thirteen thousand that we have. Right. Therefore, you know what happens in the jungle happens in the jungles, or right. savannas, or you know where elephants live, or the zoos, or, or covens. Covens. <laughs> the original witches. Covens. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> This may be the best. I mean, I've seen a few episodes of X Files. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. This is probably my favorite so far yeah. because of all the intricacies, all the secrets it's that so, are thrown in. It's just there's so many levels. Oh, guys. Um. So we go back to the uh, offices of the WAO, and uh, we uh, we see Kyle and his uh, silent, creepy blonde friend. His uh, his creepy blonde friend. Who it's interesting you called him creepy blonde because in my notes he's he's called CBV, which stands for creepy blonde vicar. Because he has like a white collar, like a vicar. <laughs> so I called him Creepy Blonde Vicar. Uh, Garvin nice. Cross is a stunt man. Uh, he will be back uh, for another episode. Um, but he's his character's name is uh, Redhead Kid, and he's blonde. And and he's he not is, a kid. He, he's not a kid. They actually call him a kid during the episode a couple Terribly times. Terribly miscast. <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> But whatever. I, I like calling him creepy blonde guy or whatever. Um, but yeah, they show him the video of Meacham tying down Ganesha and poking it with sticks or, or something. Um, and they're like, you know, we want to bring Meacham down, but we need the evidence. <laughs> Not, I, I just like, how about that video? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you have it. Isn't that the evidence? Um, but uh, Ambrose can't help. She's tied up in a lawsuit with the Malawi government over Sophie the gorilla. And he's like, you know, all animals should run free. And he, he does repeat this quite often. Um, just in case you didn't get it, the animals, they needed to be out of the cages. Um, but yeah, outside the office, Scully's like, yeah, these guys are totally the suspects. Um, they even had a night vision camera. And But Mulder's like, no, 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 invisible elephants. <laughs> Scully's... So it's like, oh, maybe it's just bad lighting. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, as soon as he says invisible elephant, it is an invisible elephant because his genie overhears. <laughs> yep. What? She says something like, well, the concrete's gray, like in that kind of gray environment with the lighting weird. I mean, it could look, it could appear invisible. Really? No, it's not, Scully. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Sorry. No, 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 no. Sometimes, you know, sometimes like elephants blend in with concrete. You can't see them. Yeah, which cam- skin looks like. Listen, cameras. If cameras are black and white, they can only see black or white. They can't see shades of gray. 
<laughs> I did like how they were, she was saying the whole road crew, they were using those lights that were a certain amount of candle power, and uh, their eyes were used to that, but looking out, they wouldn't see an elephant coming, and I think that sounds realistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. Mulder says he's going to go talk to the animals, and at JoJo's Copy Center, beam me up, Scotty. Uh, Mulder is oh, dropping was... some mad cash to go on Skype. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> 90s Skype sucks. <laughs> I was so happy to see um, the lone gunman minus uh, creepy Gar because he's my least favorite. So it was my two favorite lone gunmen. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. First, the cost uh, one hundred fifty dollars an hour for this room. <laughs> Yikes! Wow. Uh, also, jo- what at- is what is going on with Throw Hickey's waistcoat? I just have to ask. <laughs> oh. Um, and, uh, yeah, they say that Langley has a problem with being in this episode, so they, he's not there, but, uh, we have Frohickey and Byers, and Frohickey tells us all about the cost of Bill Clinton's haircuts, that we find out he got arrested during a free James Brown rally, and that, uh, Mulder should let the lovely Agent Scully know that he's been working out. Gross. I'm buff. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. Uh. I don't... Like what's the what's the point of the Skype call other than like predicting the future of technology, which I give the writers total credit for. Sure. But it's like they just talk about, hey, what's weird about this place? Oh, you don't mean that city up in Idaho, do you? The one where there's like a, a na- uh, like a, an air force base really close automatically yeah. means there's aliens. It's right. weird that like, no animal can conceive in the zoos up there. It's so strange, and like animals get out all the time, and it's just wow, you're in a really hot spot up there for weird paranormal activity, Mulder. Yeah. That's it. And What's uh, Scully do? <laughs> Why is Scully there? I've been working out for her. <laughs> Wore my special waistcoat and everything. <laughs> and yeah, he says no Fairfield Zoo animal has ever been ever brought a pregnancy to term and Mulder says, Challenge accepted. So, <laughs> oh, something, something, something's gonna happen here. Is his vest thing like animal print? Because insensitive. Insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's floral. All right. My, yeah, my bad. Floral. My bad. Hey. Um, <laughs> right, Alex. Come on. But yeah, uh, Scully calls. She's uh, trailing Shifty Blonde Guy to the uh, zoo, and uh, she follows him over the fence and uh, loses him, but then gets spooked by uh, Meacham. Uh, so she goes with him. Then Mulder pulls up. I guess JoJo's Copy Center is really close by, and it didn't use the full hour. Um, so... Uh, Shifty blonde guy gets his equipment out, and the animals all start freaking out. And then, boom, bright light, and the tiger disappears. And then Shifty blonde gets mauled as the camera films it. It was awesome. You just want to have sex with a tiger. What's wrong with that? (laughs) Just let the tigers free. Let the animals free. Let them make their own decisions. You know, if a tiger and a person fall in love, who who are we to stop nature? (laughs) Look. If a, if, if, if a gorgeous tiger can fall in love with a red-headed kid like me, I just... <laughs> After some serious mythology episodes, I mean, compared to this, definitely serious. Uh, isn't it, was it, did it bother you guys at all that aliens might be involved in stealing zoo animals and dropping them out in the middle of nowhere, invisible? Like, how many groups of aliens have we, are we dealing with? Because are these the same oh, dude, guys? Are these, like, the same dudes? Like, they've got acid blood and... Like shape shifty, and they also like to to steal animals and make them invisible for a while, and then take their embryos and then put them back in the wrong place. Was that Amish group another one of the part of the colony? But they don't actually look like the aliens. There, <laughs> what, what is going on? 
Yeah. And why make them invisible? Like, if you have teleportation technology, what would it matter? Yeah, why are they just causing a ruckus for no reason? (laughs) It really feels like that's like one of those first draft things they never fixed. Hmm. Yeah, we're dealing with ghost animals. Why would aliens bother me? I really, (laughs) it's not (laughs) really bothering me. (laughs) Um, and uh, the aftermath of this whole mauling, the tiger got has gone missing, so they're asking uh, Kyle Lang, and uh, Scully's really laying into him and then when Mulder pulls her away she's like I'm gonna you know if I find out you sent that shifty blonde there I'm gonna put you behind bars for life and then when she comes out of the office she's like you know that guy really pisses me off (laughs) I was like whoa (laughs) um but yeah he he Mulder thinks he has an idea of who can explain this whole mess so uh that person is a gorilla uh, <laughs> I was so excited at this scene at the fact that there was a sign language gorilla because of Congo, mm. one of the best worst films ever made. Terrifying. If, if, if before we move on to gorillas, if I could just throw out just a Thank few you. tiger facts really quick. Oh please. I just I don't want to. It's all this research. I don't want to go to waste. Um, um, some of the crazier things that I've read about uh, tiger facts. And I know people have seen pictures online of tigers swimming. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, what? Cats don't like to yeah. swim. Um, tigers are mad good swimmers. They hunt in the water. What? They will routinely hunt on land and also hunt in the water snakes and crocodiles. Nice. Tigers are crazy animals. <laughs> all right, all right. Don't mess with tigers. Let's put a jetpack on a tiger and have them hunt in the air. Whoa. Let's let them have run the world. Oh. And give them a tiger cloaking device as well. Um, this isn't really... I mean, this is an interesting fact about their diet, but I thought the wording of it was interesting when I was researching. Um, of course, they eat everything. Um, they are cloaked animals where they're hide in like the bushes and then jump out at something. Like they wait. They're not. They're pouncers. Hmm. But old and injured tigers have been known to hunt humans and domestic cattle. I love that the the prep like the stress is old and injured tigers. <laughs> It's like, oh, I just really can't. I can't jump out and get that python or that monkey. Yeah. I'm going to hunt humans. They're pretty easy. Yeah. I, mean, I know they walk around here, right? I'll just pounce on them. They're just the most dangerous game. I'm not elder- that most dangerous. Yeah. I'm an elderly tiger. I feast on humans. <laughs> or cattle. Either or. Yikes. So, yeah, those are, those are just some random tiger facts to know about. Maybe because they're elderly or injured, then they pretend to be all weak and uh, harmless. Mm. So oh. the human's like, oh, a giant kitty. And then the tiger's like, ha ha, Loki. <laughs> oh, tiger's gone gray. Oh, it's just, it's just lost. It doesn't know where it's at. <laughs> like, wink, because obviously it's still hunting humans. Wicked smart. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> Animals are crafty. One big nitpick of this episode that I found, well, not the biggest, I'm sure, but uh, the fact that the tiger we see later attacks from the front. Actually, they would be attacking from the side because they're more stealthy. Um, But yeah, uh, Jody St. Michael plays uh, Sophie, the gorilla here. And uh, yeah, that was a human. That wasn't a real gorilla, guys. What? No way. <laughs> she's so got, terrifying. She's got some experience. She's played a gorilla in Gorillas in the Mist <laughs> and uh, a TV movie of the Father Dowling Mysteries with uh, Tom Bosley. Nice. So. Oh Gorillas are the most terrifying animals ever. They me. are. No, <laughs> chimpanzees are so much scarier. No. No, not even close. No, because listen, a gorilla, like, those things are terrifying. They will, like... 
they're they're slow and calculating. They'll they'll crush your skull like in Congo in a second, Ugh. like it's nothing. They'll fucking they'll fucking play a piano with showbiz pizza and just be scary and robotic and evil. <laughs> they're known liars. They're documented liars. Yeah. And what's that in the year forty twenty? Whose war was it that destroyed the earth? It was the Gorilla War. When they took the Gorilla War into the Forbidden City and they destroyed planet Earth, they killed us all. <laughs> well, I don't know if that was a gorilla so much as it was like the humans, like the no. raisin-faced humans. And Please. No, it was absolutely the fucking gorillas. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you need to go back and research that. I, what did the lawgiver say? Fuck the lawgiver. <laughs> the gorilla's war... They started that shit. Those mutants wouldn't have nuked everything. They were pretty crazy. Uh, they, <laughs> they were, were crazy. worshiping those. The, I mean, they worshipped those atomic weapons. So right. I mean, obviously, I think they were the ones that if, caused if, that. If the gorillas hadn't shown up, Chuck Heston would not have destroyed the universe. <laughs> Guys, back me up here. Humans or gorillas? It's. Uh... The, I have uh, no idea. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen those movies. I did a, a, guys, did a, did you a class recently. on it when you were in college. The Great Gorilla War of the Future. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> bad, hey, it happens. It's cool. Um, I just, I just want to mention when uh, when I went on a holiday a few months ago, um, we went to this uh, like safari park up north, me and my sister, and there we went on this little like boat cruise thing where you go down the river, and there's a little island all by itself, and it had the oldest gorilla in captivity, surviving Whoa. gorilla. He's like super old, and his his fur is like completely white, and he's got his own island and house. How fucking awesome is that? His own house? Yeah, he's got like a little house on the island. It's amazing. It's because nobody wants to fuck with him because he will like smash their skull in a second. Like it's nothing. They're just done. What's going on inside that house? What plans do you think he's drawing up? I don't know. All the other gorillas had like a big pen, but he had his own island. (laughs) How big was this island? Like in my mind, obviously I take it to extreme. So I imagine like in this, like this lock, there's like a small (laughs) island. You see a gorilla shadow over there. Like, yeah, the gorilla's been out there for a while. He swam out there back during uh, Norman Conquest. And he's been out there forever. (laughs) It's a straight up gorilla grod situation. It's like a full technological (laughs) island. (laughs) (laughs) Don't trust those fuckers. Why wouldn't I, why didn't I think of Gorilla Garad? That's awesome. Um, Sophie uh, has been sick. She's been acting a bit depressed, bringing down the people who visit. So, you know, we got to hide her away. She's really depressing to be around. Uh, and she keeps saying, uh, light afraid, light afraid, and painting pictures that uh, are interpreted by Painting this... pictures of a giant eye that leads to the Temple of Zinch. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to uh, Will I Am, bros, um, she, uh, says that it looks like she wants to, she wants a baby. So, um, so we go to the veterinary lab and, uh, Skelly has, uh, her awesome. most amazing autopsy ever. Actually, it's called a necropsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, apparently this is... I, I was like, I would so love to do that. Like, <laughs> I would love to like do an autopsy on an elephant. Oh my God. It would be amazing. Jillian Anderson has been quoted saying this is one of her favorite X-Files moments. <laughs> Sweetest <laughs> gigantic elephant. So um, So Mulder uh, asks Ambrose about the whole, there's no pregnancies in the zoo, and Ambrose is like, it's, you know, it, it, it's normal. They're in captivity. They don't, they don't breed very much, I guess, statistically. Or ever. <laughs> billion years. And, uh, so Scully looks through a magnifying glass backwards and uh, sees that the uh, uterine tissue, uh, it, it sees that she's been pregnant before. What? 
So, um... Secret <laughs> elephant babies. Mm -hmm. Who's the father? There's only one elephant in one tiny little room. But elephant Jesus. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! This is an awesome episode of X-Files. Yes. There's so much crazy hidden things. The elephant's name is Ganache. <laughs> yep. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. This is wow. Um, at the Blake Towers construction site, <laughs> I even have written here in Boise, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two guys are trapped inside by the tiger. And uh, they, everybody pulls up. Meacham is all ready to shoot, but Ambrose has another idea. Um, so the four of them are searching this construction site. <laughs> and I don't know. If I'm Mulder and Scully, I'm like, what the fuck am I here for? What am I yeah, doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, this is... I'm, I, killed by a tiger is kind of a, a possibly invisible tiger, too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I love, like, old Mitchum guys, like, oh, I'm gonna go fucking kill this tiger. Like, that dude is all about shackling and murdering animals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, why did he get into this line of work? That is a good question. And, um, yeah, the tiger attacks uh, Ambrose, but Mitchum shoots him down just in time, and he's like, it's alright, they don't all talk and draw pictures. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, the biggest hurdle about filming this scene was keeping the tiger, quote, calm and warm because of uh, the cool nature of Vancouver. Did they put oh. a little jumper on it? <laughs> a tiger jumper. That would be pretty amazing. They put they put a, a little onesie on it, which was, um, you know, the pattern of a tiger. So you couldn't tell. <laughs> That's I just realized what I read there. Cool and warm. I think the cool is the temperament. <laughs> It's cool and warm. It's kind of working against each other. Chill out. Warm up. <laughs> um, Chill so... out, Tiger. <laughs> so the uh, the board of people that run the zoo are like, yeah, we're out, and you're fired. And um, Ambrose and they're is... like, we're gonna ship out the animals on Monday. And I was like, well, that's very quick. And like, do you have somewhere to send it? <laughs> <laughs> they were planning this for a while, and this was the excuse. There was like, oh, yeah. okay, we gotta close it down. There's a lot of shitty things about this zoo. First of all, <laughs> they have to keep getting new animals because none of their animals are breeding. Right. Yeah. Um, they have like like Victorian era <laughs> cages. <laughs> They've got two people working in there. Yet an elaborate boardroom. <laughs> yes, with a, yeah. a window into um, what kind of whales are those? Now, oh, that I don't they know. Like I should uh, look that beluga? Up. Were they? Aren't they beluga whales? I don't know. That makes sense because it's a whale that I don't necessarily immediately see. No. Like, what kind of? Oh no, that whale. That's a new if, whale to if me. If they've been planning this for a while, the board members, do you reckon they've been on the phone to like other zoos, going, "Psst, it will be soon. I can promise you a gorilla, a manatee, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I might be able to get you a couple of capuchins." Okay, yeah, I'll be in touch. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ambrose is really sad. She needs some sort of reassurance. She's got to lose this her, her 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 buddy Sophie. Mulder says, "You know what I think? Alien abduction." <laughs> oh, these animals. I, yeah, yeah. Like, really, like that. I mean, even for for X Files and Mulder, like this is a stretch. <laughs> yeah, the aliens are taking the animals, impregnating them, uh, taking the embryos, and then returning them not to the same place, just far away. <laughs> So did um, the aliens, like, why Why are they sending them back to the wrong place? <laughs> giving them freedom, just outside. Is it, it's like it's like they got bad GPS. Like, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the biggest questions, biggest nitpicks, uh, I would say, for this episode is, why don't they abduct from the wild? <laughs> why are they just targeting yeah. this zoo? Yeah. <laughs> mm, that is a wonderful question. 
Maybe uh, they know that this is such a bad zoo, it's rubbish, that yeah. they won't miss the animals. <laughs> and why are they turning them invisible? Yeah. Why is that a part of the process? I think that they just assume the animals are smarter than they are. So like they're like, all right, we're going to set you free after we take your babies for weird reasons. Um, you're free. You're invisible. The humans can't find you. Yeah. And the animals just don't understand. Right. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was like so. When the animal or when the aliens take the animals, are they releasing the animals but giving them ghost bodies to kill? Like, I yeah, it was just really weird. <laughs> I just thought maybe the aliens were taking them, but their ghost spirit things were still on Earth while they were in the ship. <laughs> and then when they oh, came can, back they can from the ship, then they <laughs> yeah, they can't transport all of the animal, only the body. That's, that's a big that's a big thing in teleportation, as far as like an argument I know some people make. Like you can change you. Can take the body what about the soul where's soul, that yeah because souls just souls are like an intangible thing exactly can't really like where is it is I it mean, in the body when i transport it so the aliens still haven't mastered that so right. there's the souls of these creatures just oh, running around. souls are just running around perhaps that's off. why ganesha just fell over in the road because she's such a spiritual animal without her soul right oh, no. what does so, she have well, the thing about souls is and most people don't know this about soul technology okay souls can only run for about 45 minutes without a body and then they just run out of juice they evaporate yeah. in the sun goodbye that's why ghosts hang out at night and then they hide in the shadows because the sun will evaporate them right quickly Fast. oh nice wow bringing it back to x-files i'd like to quote willa ambrose in the scene where she says that's the most ridiculous thing i have ever heard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Mulder follows Rock that up with saying, hey, if you don't believe me, ask the gorilla. <laughs> okay. the second craziest thing she's ever heard. Like, <laughs> Listen, right? You may okay. think I'm crazy, but why don't you talk to this gorilla for a second? <laughs> you may think I'm wily, my ideas and methods are strange and unusual to me, but take a second opinion from a gorilla. <laughs> You know, like when, um, you know, like when, (laughs) you know, when people like hypnotize other people or you just basically get people, people who are like mentalists and they get people to do whatever they want. Mm. And one of the techniques is to just completely like keep throwing them off, like saying stuff that's so weird that their brain just can't process it. Maybe that's what Mold is trying to do. Because he's like, hey, do you believe in alien abduction? She's like, what? What? And he's like, why don't you go and talk to the gorilla? What? What are you talking about? And then he's like, give me your wallet. <laughs> uh, but he says that Sophie's probably pregnant and doesn't want the aliens to take her baby. Uh, that makes sense. Oh, it does. It really does. It gets even more cleared up as we move along. Um, it, yeah, so Sophie says, hey, uh, light afraid, baby go flying light. All right, um, so <laughs> Sheriff's deputy shows up. It's time to take Sophie, pack her up. We go back to the uh, WAO offices where Ambrose is asking Kyle for help. And they get into an argument about Sophie, and she tells him Sophie's pregnant, and Kyle is like, Is it mine? What? (laughs) (laughs) I dare anybody go back and tell me that that is not the expression of a potential father. (laughs) Like finding out for the first time. Because how did Sophie get pregnant? I'm telling you, these these uh, WAO people are just animal fuckers. Yeah. The whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. They're animal lovers, but like animal lovers. We're going to liberate that animal. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. It's a little weird. Yeah. Because every other animal, um, I mean, Sophie is pregnant. She's afraid the aliens are going to take her and her baby. So, But every other animal has been taken, impregnated, harvested the embryos and then returned sophie yeah, is that's... already pregnant and worried that the aliens are going to take her guys, how did guys. sophie get pregnant 
I just I figured it out. The episode's called Fearful Symmetry. <laughs> now we know from the X Files that that the government is trying to make human alien hybrids. Fearful Symmetry, the aliens are making human animal hybrids. <laughs> Whoa. That would be terrifying. Yeah. <sighs> Even with the strength of the gorilla, mm. or the elephant, or the tiger? Mm. Nope, no thank you. I surrender. This might sound crude, but I really think that um, Lance Guest is now playing the last ape fucker. Um, yes. So, <laughs> yeah, evolution in for a while. An actor's filmography. Um, so yeah, he's not gonna help. Uh, so back at the zoo, Scully shows Mulder a clipping. Of, you know, okay, what does this mean? Where did she hmm. get this? Because she's like, oh yeah, I was looking for a pen. What, so you were just rummaging through this office's drawers? Yeah. Like, why Why don't you have a pen on you? You're an FBI agent. <laughs> Secondly, why don't you ask for a pen? Excuse me, the devil took her pen. We saw it like several oh, episodes yeah. ago. <laughs> she, hasn't had, she hasn't needed to take notes since then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I can't use any other pen. I love that pen. I'm so glad I have. I'm just like a treasure of. Uh, I remember all this stuff just to help you. <laughs> um, I'm just patting myself on the back. <laughs> Mulder will spend FBI, you know, taxpayer money yeah. to like take them to a football game, but Skelly's not willing to like <laughs> say, "Hey, can I get a requisition for a new pen?" They're on a strict budget. Hey, aren't all you these this... $150 Skype calls, uh, <laughs> all these games. Skelly's like, I cannot. I just gotta. Plus, it's an awesome excuse for an FBI agent to rummage through someone's stuff. Right. Like, oh, I, well, I just need to look for a pen. Rummage, yeah. rummage, rummage. Oh, what is this? This clipping I just found. <laughs> FBI. It's cool. Is it, Skelly? Mmm. <laughs> sketch. So, yeah, they were. Um, Kyle Lang and uh, Willie Ambrose used to be together. And then we see Ambrose saying her very close and intimate goodbyes to Sophie through the cage, giving her little kisses. So I'm wondering if there was like a three, like, like uh, I'm pretty Tammy, sure. Tammy, Tammy, do you think that what? Kyle, uh, Willa, I am Ambrose, whatever her name is, and <laughs> Sophie the gorilla uh, were sleeping family style? Yeah. Were they co-sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You have to watch uh, Re yeah. Wet and Reckless to get that joke. <laughs> I think I got it. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was implying. <laughs> um, but yeah, I will definitely watch that. By the way, Wet and Reckless, guys, we didn't even mention it at the top of the show. Uh, the, Tammy and Claire got to talk to the Tros. <laughs> Two of the Tros. The Tros. Yep. Uh, yeah, we interviewed uh, Sarah and Jason Tro. <laughs> <laughs> the Tros family. <laughs> uh, and that should hopefully be out uh, soon. Like today or tomorrow or... Mm -hmm. And I'll watch that movie with Tammy and Dan. Main movies from the 80s, something I just... <laughs> It gets put up. And we'll go up there. Yep. <laughs> See, why do I even have to say anything? <laughs> I just show up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, Kyle arrives to take Sophie later that night. It's really dark. Then Kyle gets thrown against the cage after seeing an empty one. And uh, then another one gets fall falls on top of him. So we find out that she pushed the cage down. She let Sophie out. So Sophie and Willa took care of Daddy <laughs> to make sure yep. he's not in the picture anymore. <laughs> um, okay, so <laughs> later or that the next morning, uh, Ambrose is getting questioned, and uh, you know she's not going to admit anything. And she's like, "Oh, maybe it was alien abduction. I'm older." 
<laughs> I love Scully's face when she says that. You just see Scully like roll her eyes like, oh, Mulder. Again. <laughs> so uh, Mulder is like, hey, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure Ambrose killed Kyle. Just take a look at uh, Kyle's body and see what you can find on it. And uh, so he's walking around the warehouse and he sees uh, Meacham acting all shifty. And then he teleports to his car. Using his magical genie powers and watches Meacham <laughs> pull his van around and grab his train gun. It was very, it was a very weird cut. <laughs> it was just like almost he's yeah, hiding there, behind there a crate. And, cuts in this one. Yeah. Um. So back at Ambrose's office, uh, yeah, the picture. Oh, this is where I saw the kissing. The picture shows that Ambrose is actually in a relationship with Sophie. Says my notes, and yes, it's because we see a picture of Ambrose kissing the gorilla. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she's very. Uh, overprotective of uh, Sophie as a result. Um, so right then I knew that the gorilla hadn't been abducted. It was, you know. Yeah. Scully uh, tells Ambrose that she discovered Kyle got hit with a cattle prod and she's under arrest. Ambrose is like, hey, it was an accident. Oh, oh, when, well, sorry, when he got um, attacked with the cattle prod and you just saw kind of someone appear behind him and this kind of noise like, like that. I really hoped that he was going to turn around and the gorilla was going to have a taser gun. That would be amazing. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> so she tased him and then the gorilla was on top of the cage and pushed the cage on top of him? Is that how it went <laughs> I don't know. Tag team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but they all say, idea too. They said Meacham yeah. helped out too, but there was an empty cage involved. I... <laughs> all right, well... um. Mulder... Mousetrap. They were playing Mousetrap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mulder uh, tracks Meacham to this other building. Um, he pulls his gun and says, hey, you need to show me where Sophia is. And then when we get... I, I have some advice at this point, okay? Just for anyone who's planning to do this. If you're planning to go into a room to capture a probably very agitated gorilla, here's two words of advice. Turn on the lights... <laughs> Have more than one trank dart in your gun. <laughs> <laughs> I love that they go to the door and she's like throwing herself against the door. And he's like, uh, it's all you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Forget it. It's not, it's not worth it. Just stay nope. away from gorillas. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I love that. Uh, yeah. Meacham like pushes, gets, you know, gets Mulder in there, shuts the door behind him. And Mulder's like, hey, Meacham. <laughs> it's just so like, uh, you, lo- you close the door and I'm in here. So uh, Sophie jumps up and uh, hits Mulder. And, uh, this was amazing. I was like, Mulder is getting attacked by a gorilla. This is incredible. And we get kind of a Jersey Devil situation here, right? Like, yep. this is kind of like the same thing we saw in Jersey Devil, where the quote-unquote Jersey Devil attacks Mulder and kind of like... It wasn't a hot lady. Yeah. It wasn't a hot naked lady. So. Well, if you think about it, <laughs> Sophie is a hot uh, naked lady. Um well, I don't know. know Robert, are you saying you want to fuck a gorilla? Uh, I think, I'm thinking, like, just Wait. talking more and more about this is really... Listen, she's a hot lady. I think you can all agree. No, we cannot. That is a gorilla. I'm wondering uh, why Mulder doesn't shoot Sophie. He does have a gun. Because but... it's a gorilla. You're too terrified to do anything so oh, yeah. die. Because he can clearly see that it's someone wearing a gorilla costume. <laughs> wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be amazing if at that the end... The ultimate secret. Wouldn't That's it be amazing if at the end it was revealed that it was never a gorilla, it was always a person in a gorilla costume? 
and they were and they were in a relationship. But Kyle and uh, Ambrose were making her dress up as a gorilla because it was their thing. <laughs> it's the Princess of Malloway that they that they've smuggled into the country. Yeah. That's why the government's trying to get her back because they know. It's not a gorilla. It's one of our royalty. So yeah, uh, Sophie makes some sort of sign here and then disappears. And then we have my favorite scene in the entire episode. Uh, where Mulder demonstrates this sign that Sophie made <laughs> to Ambrose. <laughs> Spoiler alert for you guys, that's the Facebook banner this week. <laughs> I, I, that is amazing. Uh, but it means uh, man save man. But gosh, the way, I don't know. Can we, I, I just like to spend like five minutes talking about the company doing this sign and just how amazing. I think I made him make another vine. <laughs> <laughs> How could he remember this? He, he was like, in a dark room. He was hit by a gorilla. Yeah. Yeah, had a concussion. And yet he can perfectly remember the, the sign that the monkey made. Mm-hmm. Or, no, monkey, the, the great ape this gorilla made. Before a camera flash went off and it disappeared. Yeah. Mm. All right, Muller. Oh, man. Man save man. Man save man. So uh, they all jump in cars. Uh when they, you know, the radio says that Sophie was spotted, and we go to the highway. There's another kind of a damaged car. Um, Sophie uh, got hit. It looks like went off the side of the road. And Willa Ambrose cries over Aww, Sophie as she dies. Willa. So we get a Mulder voiceover on the way home. Um, <laughs> Mulder and Scully looking very, very serene as they drive. Probably, if I could just interject really quick with yes, the please. last round of animal facts oh, yes. into this thing. I, since the gorilla is no longer with us, I thought I would. Throw a few gorilla facts out. Uh, Well, much to Brad's, um, I guess, sanity, just in case you ever meet a gorilla, gorillas are not carnivorous. They are straight up herbivores. They only eat leaves. But they will roots, murder. Vines, but they roots. will murder. Oh, they'll murder you, Harvey. <laughs> but they're also very shy animals. Um, they they tend to not go toward, like, humans, obviously. I mean, I know reports of where uh, human researchers have tried to study gorillas, and they'll, like, obviously look, look at humans and, like, go away. And, like, throw rocks at the humans, like, get out of here. We don't want you here. They like to stay to themselves. Um, some of them live in the mountains, too, which is pretty crazy. But this is the coolest fact. Um, gorillas, every night before they go to sleep, make their own beds out of whatever's around them. They'll, like, make little nests, gorilla nests. Hmm. Like, they'll just take some sticks and leaves and, like, all right, I'm going to make this little area, and then they'll go to sleep on their little nest. Nice. Gorillas are nesting animals. How cool is that? That is amazing. So, it sounds like, uh, they're kind of spiritual as well. (laughs) You know, they're they're, they're big about, they're big on family. They're they're very in tune to family, (laughs) um, just to the roots of what it is to be a nesting animal. Because we're nesting animals, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not they are not like these crazy, wild creatures that we think of. They will take the time to think about how they're going to sleep that night and what they're going to sleep on. And will they dream of killing and murdering? <laughs> well, sure. But, uh, <laughs> but they don't eat what they kill, which is almost right. even worse, because it's like they're doing it for sport at that Just point. Just for kicks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's that's animal facts, guys. I'm sorry. It's sobering. Sorry if that. It is. I don't know. Oh. Can we joke after that? Oh, we can try, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> um. So in the voiceover, we find out uh, Ambrose and Meacham going to jail. Uh, Mulder, uh, Mulder ponders the uh, motives of the aliens, as do everybody watching. 
Um, he says, uh, no, possibly they're trying to save us from ourselves. Might our race's fate be dependent on extraterrestrial conservation? Or in the words of Sophie, will man save man? Oh, no, bullshit. Bullshit, Mulder. Mulder, you, there's How you connected man save man to this <laughs> nonsense, it makes no sense. <laughs> so wait, so we're supposed to understand, oh, well, clearly the aliens are trying to, to save the animals because the humans are killing off all the animals, but... Man's gonna have to save man. That's what she's trying. That's what the gorilla's trying to get through to you. The gorilla, in as it's being taken away oh, by something that it's terrified of, and for all it knows, is <laughs> taking its baby. It's just trying to say, "Hey, I'm being rescued. You humans, take care of yourself." Yeah. Bye. Bullshit. It's more like, "Save me, man. Save me." <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Mulder misinterpreted. He's like, "Man, help! Man, help! Man, save! Man, it save!" It was man, save gorilla. Man, yeah. save gorilla. Uh, <laughs> so he just man save. Exactly. But uh, closing off the episode, we get this week's thought from Reverend Simon Bushman. Man has no preeminence above a beast for all is vanity. That's from uh, Ecclesiastes 3.19. Man has no preeminence above a beast for all is vanity. Hmm. Fuck off. (laughs) This is a spiritual episode. Thanks, Miles. Gross. Uh, my only other note here is just basically I did say did did want to note that the last time we saw invisible stuff with aliens that would be in Fallen Angel, and so I guess this episode says not only oh, aliens was can... Fallen Angel the one with the uh, the blinky ghost? Yeah. Oh, cool. Not only can <laughs> aliens turn themselves invisible, they can also turn other people invisible or other things invisible. I guess. Did aliens <laughs> turn Kevin Bacon invisible in Hollow Knight? Hmm. Interesting. Sounds was like that, a fearful oh, symmetry. Was it was it a leftover <laughs> effect from when he went into space in uh, Apollo thirteen? Mm. And then mm. the aliens infected him. Well, you know him, what happened in invisible. space. The episode where the guy got a space ghost and shot at him. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon probably got a hit with a space ghost. <laughs> Came back to Earth and turned invisible. Makes sense. It makes all the sense. Made makes all up. the sense. Wow. <laughs> all right. So. so Hollow Man was a spinoff of X-Files, which in turn was a spinoff of Apollo 13, the movie? No, yep. the reality. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just trying to follow it. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. So with all this alien ghost talk, I mean, is this like considered a mythology episode? Um, Definitely. I think sure. it would have to be yeah. with sure. all the stuff I mean, we learned today. I think anything they said that, that's involving aliens, um, I guess... <laughs> We're going to come back. It's going to be like the season finale. And it's going to be like, oh my gosh, all the animals are back. <laughs> I want the, all I the want animals the... are flying little flying saucers around. Yes. I want the children of these animals to save Mulder and Scully in the future, oh, but invisible. Nice. So like they're about to get, like something's happening and like yeah. a monster or like the aliens are about to get Mulder and Scully and we just hear, and like, <laughs> and like we don't, we just see like the aliens get knocked back and like one gets a footprint of an elephant in his chest <laughs> and Mulder and Scully are like, whoa, or Mulder's like, <laughs> <laughs> what? And Scully just runs off with like Mulder, quick! That's I what I want. I knew they would come back. That's what I'm hoping. I would think man, safe man. I would think if we can consider this episode mythology, we can also consider the the Amish Goo Cave episode where they all just disappear <laughs> in mythology <laughs> as well. Cave. Just it all. Yeah. They were abducted. Yeah, yeah the mayonnaise caves. Right. <laughs> all right. So obviously, the monster this week is a uh, man. Uh, so. <laughs> monster this week is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. Does anybody? I mean, is it the tiger? <laughs> I mean, 
No, poor tiger. The tiger wouldn't. I, the tiger's a victim here. It's scared. It's cold. It's obviously freezing. I don't know. I mean, we now know why, but I think it's that dude that put his cigarette on the ground like a <laughs> yeah. It's a oh, monster. Oh, that's that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> sure, Rob- Roberto's boss there. The other he janitor. hates dancing. He <laughs> hates the youth. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's fearful of God and/or like the man who's watching him. Like right. the NSA is just like Shh, stop dancing. They're watching. And he like eats, he has a filthy mouth. He has a filthy mouth. Gross mouth. That, that takes away from sex appeal right there. Definitely. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. He's sexy. He's not very creative because he he's pretty much like Mister Stick to the Rules. Like yeah. Roberto wants to dance. He's just like, he's like no, I'm just gonna clean these floors yeah. like the old way, like I've always done. <laughs> Young kids with your new way of cleaning old dancing. Ah, I'm not gonna have any of that. Well, okay. So how how scary is this nameless uh, janitor? Terrifying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Abject terror. Almost gorilla levels of terror. <laughs> um, yeah. How about Mulder versus Scully? Oh, Mulder got beaten up by a gorilla. <laughs> but then, did Scully do anything this episode? Scully did. She, she did... rummaged through the zoo's drawers. She rummaged oh, and, through and its carcass of an elephant. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, she yeah. has to win because of that. That was well. Awesome. She did yeah. follow Mulder yeah. into that possibly dangerous tiger situation. <laughs> Mulder's putting himself in danger off of just random speculation and delusion. So, of yeah. course, Scully wins. Like, she gets real work done. Yeah. Uh, Mulder also, yet again, went up to somebody out, out, out of nowhere and was like, maybe it's aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and was and was rejected immediately by that person. What? As he should be. Yeah. yeah you, hey, you're losing your zoo. Let me just... I think I've got this figured out. <laughs> your animals are going to UFOs. Listen, I am a woman that's in a, in a, in a love triangle with a gorilla <laughs> and the biggest in the world, and I think you are fucking insane. <laughs> hey, hey, ask the gorilla. Well, okay. never liked you before. Oh, well, okay, you got me there. I, I will mean, follow up with her. All right. Uh, also, uh, okay, so I, I guess Scully wins this one. Yay. <laughs> Uh, I also have to say, uh, Brad did point out how very Lisa Frank that tiger print ad looks <laughs> for the TV ad. Uh, yeah, on target, sir. Um, Thank you. All right, so cause, man, it's very Lisa Frank. It's <laughs> Frank Files. Who's Lisa Frank? She does the folders. <laughs> those folders. What? And and trapper keepers with beautiful. Is this like a Punky Brewster thing again? Sure, <laughs> kinda. It was a Frank, yeah, was yeah. an artist who, well, artist in the loose term, made very colorful, crazy animal scenes. And then they commissioned her oh. to do work on folders and, I guess, notebooks and stuff. Oh. All right, let's get into uh, feedback. We have lots of field reports in today. Um, lots of voicemails. Um, let's get some of these played. This one's from Illyrio. Mexican janitors with the cigarettes hanging out of their mouths. Yep. This was an awesome episode. I must say that the animal rights activist needing everything to be natural, man. That's just naturally what happens, man. You know what happens when a crate falls on you? You naturally die. I give this episode seven and a half out of ten gross close-ups of an elephant's eye. <laughs> oh, it's Lyria, by the way. Bye. Thanks, <laughs> Lyria. Obviously calling from some sort of quiet bar, having a martini. Um, this next one is from Dez. I remember what I wanted to talk about last week. 
um, that episode made me remember how, just how much I loved Skinner back in the day. He's awesome. He's one of my favorites. So yeah, that's what I was trying to remember last week. Um, for this week, uh, Fearful Symmetry, yeah, it was okay. I'm not a huge fan of animals or animal activists or animal lovers or anything (laughs) animal that doesn't have to do with eating them. So I really didn't care about it that much. So that's it. Not that exciting. I'm sure it'll be more interesting um, listening to the other feedback. Okay. Bye, guys. Not a big fan of Muppet drummers, uh, (laughs) crackers, Animal House. (laughs) (laughs) The band, the animals. (laughs) Manimal. If there's anybody I avoid at parties, (laughs) it would be party animals. (laughs) Not a fan. All right, this next one's from Ina. Hi, Intro to X. This is Ina with feedback on Fearful Symmetry. I really liked this episode. I enjoyed it. Uh, it had the best cold open I think I've seen in quite a while with the elephant. That was bizarre and crazy and sad that he died, she died. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the, all the animals in this episode. The gorilla, Sophie. Uh, who may be a better actor than David Duchovny. (laughs) I'm not sure, but um, it was really, really sad when Sophie died at the end. Uh, Yeah, and uh, we had some lone gunmen on satellite. Yay, Frohiki, he's been working out. So, um, yeah, Scully, watch out. Um, The uh, elephant autopsy (laughs) was... That was great stuff. Um, yeah, I never thought about it before, how you do an uh, elephant autopsy, but apparently you have to stand inside the carcass with uh, a suit on. So, yeah. Um, when the tiger got loose uh, in the warehouse, why did they have to shoot it? C- couldn't they have sh- uh, shot it with the tranquilizer? So they dogs. didn't have to kill it? <laughs> why did all the animals have to die here? Um, yeah, I <laughs> kind of like that uh, the only explanation is that the aliens are building a Noah's Ark. There's really no other way to explain all this. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mulder's always right, yeah. Uh, so, um, if if they, these are the same aliens from uh, Colony and Endgame... Apparently, they've given up on human clones and gone on to the animals. So, um, I can't wait to see how this goes. Uh, so, I really enjoyed this episode. I am um, um, going to give it a 7.5 out of 10 elephant insights. <laughs> Rock on, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, Zeno. We're rocking. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, I have a two-parter from Steph. Uh, I think we have a little before and after. <laughs> so eager anticipation followed by complete loss and regret. <laughs> Hello, intro to X. This is Stephanie. Um, I have not watched Fearful Symmetry because 
I hate this episode. Like, I've not hated an episode of X-Files. Up until now, I hate this episode. I mean, I've watched it a few times, you know, back a couple of years ago. But I have not watched it to leave feedback. Because I, I was going to skip it. But I thought, no, nah, I want this to be an experiment. So... I'm sending you this feedback, letting you know I hate this episode, and then I'm going to watch it again and give it a try, you know, with an open mind, and see if I can get through it. All right, talk to you in 42 minutes, 43 minutes, 44 minutes, 43 minutes. Bye. I remember. Oh, that was fast. Here we go. Okay, here's part two. I watched the episode. It wasn't so bad. Um, <laughs> other than the... How, how did the aliens abduct the gorilla inside that... Like, I don't understand how that worked. And how the gorilla knew it was... What was going on. And, oh my god, the dreadful gorilla suit. The obvious <laughs> gorilla suit. Ugh. Um, oh, and the last starfighter. Hmm. And Frohiki is a buff. And, yeah, it wasn't so bad. I don't know what else to say. All right. Now I've got Morgan watching again. We're going to watch Dodd Calm. Bye. Spoilers. Thanks, <laughs> Is Dodd Calm, Dodd Calm? Is that the next one? Yes. Dodd All right. Um, so we actually do have a couple emails. Um... We have, of course, John's. Do you want to read that one, Brad? Sure. Beautiful symmetry. <laughs> Number one. Oh, crap. I wonder if that's the same elephant that flew into Matt and Mel's window. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Two. How do elephants bury their dead? They don't. I'm pretty sure they don't. Carefully. They do it very carefully. <laughs> Three. Free, free James Brown, Bill Clinton haircuts. All the 90s jokes were lost to Cooper, <laughs> but he did ask me what buff meant when Mulder says, when Mulder was Skype chatting with a lone gunman. <laughs> awesome. Four, did they get the animal noises from Hanna-Barbera? <laughs> they did have, like, the, the noise that the um, the puma made was like, wow, that you, like, hear in yes. everything. And I, I was like, I love it when they do that. It's like the animal equivalent of the Willem scream. <laughs> yeah. Five, Scully tells Kyle that she is surprised by his lack of emotion. If that surprises her, I hope she's never seen the last Starfighter. <laughs> Silly good flag. <laughs> Six, Sophie had the opportunity to have her way with Mulder, but she didn't. I guess she's more of a crycheck girl. Yeah. <laughs> not the greatest episode, but not the worst either. I give it six out of ten spiritual elephant graves. Have a good week, oh. John. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> Yeah, I think Beta Alex com- communicated a lot of emotion that is not emotion. But anyway. Um... Who isn't more of a Crycheck person? I mean, come on. Is there anyone that prefers Mulder to Crycheck? Uh, this fangirl does. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'm alone. All right. Heidi uh, has an email as well. Somebody else want to read that? Hey guys. So a tornado out of season is more far-fetched than an invisible elephant. Mulder's mind is a scary place. The The elephant stopping the truck was awesome though. That was the worst fake tiger sound I've ever heard. It sounded more like gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) This took a very weird turn with it being aliens abducting the animals. How do Mulder and Scully find out about some of these cases so quickly? It didn't seem that strange to begin with. 
Mulder's voice over at the end just made me laugh. But all in all, it was an, an entertaining episode, Heidi. Ooh, thanks, Heidi. Mulder is a poet. Is he? And we He's know it. He's a poet. Is he? <laughs> He's something. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so uh, this next voicemail is from Michael, and he says, I think his subject was like sexy gorilla time or something. <laughs> sweet, sweet gorilla love. Hello, Atronax. My feedback for Fearful Symmetry. The uh, I don't know what was actually going on episode. <laughs> Um, a couple bizarre, well, Mulder was Mulder. Hey, I'm going to go into the room with the gorilla, with the guy who murdered the WAO guy, and then I'm going to turn my back on him in the complete dark. (laughs) He's going to lock me in there, and I'm going to fall victim once again to the person I'm supposed to be arresting. (laughs) So that happened. Um, so gorilla lady, yeah, how about that picture she had? Where she's like making out with the gorilla. What is going on at this zoo? The place needs to be closed down. She's having a love affair with a gorilla. <sighs> bizarre, bizarre. And the the elephant autopsy was amazing. I loved it. They could have like filled her up and made a swimming pool out of it. It was so strange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an autopsy quite like that. Uh, and of course it was aliens. Did we ever find out if it was aliens? <laughs> no, oh, that's right. It was one of those ambiguous endings sorry uh, yeah I, it was alright it's kind of like uh, I don't know I don't even know what it reminded me of and good job Chris Carter yes yes only <laughs> Spanish speaking men can clean the floors and salsa dance good job guys alright that, that's all I got of this episode with whatever happened in it I don't, I don't know uh, other than the animal love storyline. I'm not sure what was going on there. God, that woman was weird. You don't do that with gorillas. Alright, guys. Bye. Thanks, Michael. Sometimes when a woman and her gorilla and her former boyfriend, like, they get some, things happen, alright? Things happen. Things will happen <laughs> in a heartbeat. Who are we to judge? Come on. Hot zoo days turn into hotter zoo nights. We know this. <laughs> fact. Yeah. Uh, I love that nobody's clear on exactly what the hell was going on, but they do know uh, they were banging that gorilla. Uh, <laughs> and that it's wrong, <laughs> apparently. I'm not sure if it was aliens or what was happening, but I do know that woman was having sex with a gorilla, and I disapprove of it. Hey, open your mind. That gorilla can sign. That gorilla, that gorilla can consent. <laughs> it's even like sending messages to people, like, Human save human, or whatever. Right. I mean, that's a gorilla that's thinking. It right. knows what's up. It yeah. knows what is up. It's I, cool. I don't think gorillas have love. Yeah. Right? Maybe. Until 4020 when they blow up the whole fucking planet. <laughs> Fuck you, gorillas! <laughs> okay, this one's from uh, Moira and Davis. What a beautiful episode. <laughs> well, intro to X. <laughs> that was Davis. Uh, we just watched Fearful Symmetry. Yeah. Wait, did you get that on? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, we literally just finished watching it like 30 seconds ago, and I don't, I don't quite know it's how to... It's a bad episode. <laughs> I don't know how to approach this one. Um, okay, so now we have aliens not just abducting humans, but abducting 
poor little zoo animals, and then not even having the wherewithal to return them back to their appropriate coordinates. Don't they ever watch Star Trek, these aliens? Don't they know about coordinates when they're beaming people back and forth? <laughs> and anyway, the poor little animals all get, you know, killed. Elephants are dying of exhaustion, tigers getting shot, poor Sophie getting hit by a car. And all for what? To take out animal embryos and grow them up into little baby tigers or what? <laughs> Such a bad episode. <laughs> That's all Davis <laughs> can say. Oh man. Um it's like it was trying to it was trying to speak to us on some high moral plane and it just didn't work for me. Oh man. Hmm. Um Okay. I thought the special effects when the tiger was supposed to be killing the guy and, and the elephant was Mr. Invisible knocking it over were kind of fun. That's about it. Davis is completely Such a bad episode. It's <laughs> gonna say you have to say something else. Do. Okay. All right. I don't know what else to say. Who wins, Mulder or Scully? <laughs> Mulder, because he was right. Because he guessed there were no. Aliens? No, there are no winners. <laughs> Literally, everybody loses. <laughs> we wasted our time. <laughs> they wasted theirs. Oh, everybody loses. <sighs> it's like playing Russian roulette with a fully loaded automatic weapon. <laughs> everybody loses. <laughs> Okay, I think maybe we need to... Such a bad episode! <laughs> we need to sign off now. Uh, who, who made this? Hey. This was not the same step you know that how made Bra the last one. Brad always says nature will kill you. I think in this case, the aliens will kill nature. Mm, wait, sad. no. It's just wrong. will save it. Anyway, that's it. There's so much stuff I, I want to hate on. I'm no. gonna let you do it no. instead. I'm not even gonna bother. We just we just have to stop now. I think. No, no I mean, I mean, intro talks. I'm yeah, sure they gonna, can they can tell us. I'm sure they're gonna. They tell can us tell us, us about the crazy shenanigans. If anyone on this show is like, that was great. It made sense. It was totally fun, and I was engaged the whole time. Then you're wrong, and you should stop. <laughs> Oh, man. Such a bad <laughs> All right. Um, can't wait to hear what you guys think. It's just so. that they can do so much better. <laughs> they they have done better. Oh my god. All right. Ta-ta for now. Bye. <laughs> we can all agree it's this is a ten out of ten, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I think Davis really changed my mind on it. Uh, I, I, I I'm very much for this episode now. Um, by the way, this episode did win an environmental media award. I didn't mention that, but uh, yeah, award winning. It's award. It's an award winning episode. Our last bit wow. of feedback. Oh, sorry. I said wow. Yeah. <laughs> did X Files ever win like a, a Golden Globe or something? Oh yeah, yeah. That's coming. Spoilers. Don't want to spoil that. Okay, my bad. I, I was I was hoping this was the only episode of X Files that ever won a major award. <laughs> <laughs> you were hoping that. that? Amazing. Aw man. How great would that be? Just for the funniness of that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the only award they ever won. <laughs> it's a really shitty episode, and it was just an environmental media award. If the only one, if they won for only one episode, and it wasn't the one with the ghost werecat, then. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one, Matt and Mel. Here we go. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to get the cat to say hi too. <laughs> Might as well since it is an animal themed episode. Mm. Aww. <laughs> 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 Maddie's gonna turn invisible and attack you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's angry. Just because you keep patting his bottom. Briscoe, are you pregnant? <laughs>
Ow! <laughs> uh, anyways, that's enough of torturing our cat. Um, so yeah, I made a prediction at the very beginning. As soon as I realized it was an invisible elephant, I was like, prediction, Mulder and Scully solve nothing related to this invisible animal. <laughs> <laughs> and how? And they did. <laughs> they solved some things related to shady zoo people. Shady but, zoo dealings. But they solved nothing when it came to animals turning invisible and running amok. I was really hoping it would have been a rogue Canadian elephant, but no such luck. I know, flat, it should have flew into all the windows. Yeah, no such luck at all. No. That video of that <laughs> elephant, I hope that's not a real video. Robin will inform us. I'm sure, Robin. I'm sure it was a real video. Oh, uh, that's the worst. That, that elephant that got electrocuted, that's what it reminds me of. Remember that video? Like, that really old video of the ele- elephant? They were like... <laughs> They charged him for murder because he, like, escaped and trampled a bunch of people. Really? Or he killed a kid or something, so they sentenced him to electrocution. What? And there's a video on Wikipedia of him being electrocuted, and it's just they zap him and he just falls over. Yikes. You never cool. heard of that? No. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Okay, so when Mulder was, like, talking to the lone gunman, and it said, you know, the location was JoJo's copy center, all I can picture, like... The script must look ridiculous, because it would be, it would basically be interior, interior day, JoJo's Copy Center. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. JoJo. Is that a Who called it, like, Chris Carter, come on. <laughs> I don't know who wrote this episode. I don't know. I didn't t- take note. He probably knows someone named JoJo. It's yeah, probably his cool. wife. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he has a son named little JoJo Carter. Because of that guy's accent, the guy who was all into hurting the animals, because of his accent, when he, he mentioned that they hired a naturalist, it sounded like he said they hired a nationalist. How does hiring someone who really loves their country help run this zoo better? Why'd you hire a nationalist? <laughs> oh, Matt, um, you need to get your ears cleaned out. It's just his accent. Um, don't you love it when people laugh in Mulder's face? Like, right in his face. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You know, it could have been aliens abducting these animals. <laughs> uh, you're stupid. <laughs> okay, so I, I love the quote at the end. The uh, the, Bi- the Bible quote mm. on that board. Man has no preeminence over beasts. But don't they also say in the Bible that, you know, man has dominion over everything? Yep. So it's way better. Just another example so, of contradictions in the Bible. <laughs> it's just frustrating because, like, whenever I argue about this stuff with my mom, she's always like, yeah, people are way better than animals. I'm like, that's not true. Because we have souls. Because we have souls. <laughs> but did you know, according to the guy in this episode, elephants are incredibly spiritual animals. <laughs> How do you know this? How do you know what elephants believe about souls? Uh, I'll give it 6.5 out of 10 squished animal rights activists. Aww. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 alien conservationists. (laughs) Alright. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. All right, so uh, that's... uh... And thanks, uh, Prisco. I thought they were going to get attacked, like, live... Um, Alright, so let's get into X ratings Let's start with our, our guest What did you think of this episode, Alex? And uh, what rating did you give it? Um, really quick, I, I hate to interject more animal facts But I think this is the last chance I'll get Right before I give my uh, get rating <laughs> But I, 
I had to get to the bottom of this once it was stated again and again about whether elephants bury their dead. So I, I did just some quick research, and I'm about to tell you something that will horrify Brad. Um, <laughs> and will definitely, hopefully, I don't know. Whatever horrifies Brad usually works for the show. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> elephants don't bury their dead like humans do. They don't dig holes and, like, cover. They will, they will cover dead elephants with leaves and, like, spray them with dirt. Like, put, like, a thin layer of, like, a... a, like a a natural blanket over them and then mourn over them and then leave. Um, but they don't just do this with other elephants. They do this with dead humans they find out and about <laughs> and live humans they find laying down on the ground. <laughs> there have been many cases where someone's sleeping outside and they wake up to an elephant over them and like the elephant is like stroking them like because the elephant thinks they're dead and like the humans are terrified like there's an elephant over me and then the other elephant like more elephants come up there's a there's a story in particular of this woman who fell asleep um in africa she was in kenya um on some preserve or whatever just fell asleep outside she got lost and was like well, i gotta take shelter i don't know my way back woke up to elephant an elephant over her like stroking her then another elephant came up and they started like mourning like they would have dead like they started like <laughs> like sending out the death cry and then elephants came up and covered her with leaves and dirt oh, and she God. just was terrified they elephants. found her the next day yeah elephants will bury a human alive in a heartbeat guys just think about this okay you're off on safari you're like oh <laughs> I'm going to camp down for the night. You wake up. Oh, my God, there's an elephant. I'm not going to move. I'm scared. It might trample me. Then comes another one. And they just start burying you alive. I think we can see that elephants and uh, Agent Scully have a lot in common. Oh, oh, dead. Just look at them. In light of this new research that we've just unearthed about elephants, this horrifying truth, (laughs) um... And how this kind of juxtaposed against the accuracies of how animals will behave in nature versus the X-Files television show we just watched, mm-hmm. my rating has changed. Um, because what should have happened, Mulder should have seen this corpse of this guy who had an elephant imprint on, on it, covered in leaves and dirt. Right. Because of course the elephant would have come back and buried it, the, the dead human very true. And that's what have been the tip-off. So because they didn't go that route, because they were insensitive toward actual human, I mean, animal and rights, whatever, I'm going to give this... Um, Eight bearing human elephants out of ten. Because it was super entertaining. I actually really, really enjoyed this episode. Like, it was a joyride. Nice. Well, well Brad, why don't you uh, go ahead, too? Uh, yeah, this episode is bonkers, <laughs> which is always a good sign. Um, the gorilla is terrifying because gorillas are terrifying monsters forever and always. <laughs> they, ugh, it's the scariest animal. And I don't care if it's a person in a suit. I don't care if it's an animatronic playing a piano at a pizza place. I don't <laughs> care if it's a group of people in makeup destroying the world in the year 4020. They're terrifying <laughs> monsters, and they need to be stopped. Um, so uh, I think I gotta go seven and a half uh, elephant love triangles out of ten. <laughs> All right, Tammy. Uh, yes, I agree with Brad on the gorilla front. God, <laughs> gorillas, monkeys, oh, I hate them all. I hate them, hate them, hate them. Um, but I did like <laughs> this episode. I like that we had ghost animals. Uh, I like that they were maybe taken by aliens, maybe not. You never know with this show what's going to happen. And um, I like how irritated Scully seemed the entire episode. <laughs> she just was pissed off at one point she said this guy pissed me off and it was it was incredible so i give it eight out of ten irritated scullies 
maybe Scully was annoyed because it was actually like kind of PTSD because all these alien <laughs> impregnated animals was reminding her that she is has also been impregnated by an alien baby. Maybe. An alien Dwayne Barry baby. Really? I... Also, she's also probably like feeling some, you know, sympathy because like these animals are being kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, if anyone knows kidnapping, it's Scully. It's so <laughs> I mean, we said it earlier in the episode, there's so many levels to this. <laughs> Fearful symmetries, guys. Fearful symmetries. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, uh, this episode was crazy, insane, bonkers, bananas. But it, I didn't. It, I don't think it was as fun bonkers as something like, you know, Little Ghost Werecat Boy, which was amazing. Um, so, it was okay. You know, there were some fun bits. Um, so I'm going to give it six and a half parties in an elephant's ribcage out of ten. All right. And uh, bringing up the uh, common sense front over here, uh, this episode <laughs> is a piece of shit. Um, it's got some funny moments, <laughs> but not intentionally funny. So I can't, like... I don't know. I mean, is this show about about FBI just chasing space aliens, Robin? What do you want? <laughs> they, when they say Thank the you. aliens are, are 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 abducting zoo animals, and I, I don't even know. Um, the first, the first, this first part of the teaser, the teaser, I think it was really done well. I thought it was kind of cool, especially seeing the elephant come out of the fog and then go like head to head with the truck, and knowing that they actually had the elephant. <laughs> Like, couldn't get the elephant away from the truck because he's just like, oh, I love this truck. You got a nice paint job. You got any, uh, you got hey, nice hubcaps. What kind of tires you got on this thing? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I liked, uh, I got classic, classic, uh, Fro Hickey quote out of this. He's, you know, tells Scully I'm buff. Um, uh, Mulder's signing was pretty hilarious. <laughs> just, just the, the, the look on his face and just total concern. <laughs> just, like, she was trying to talk to me. She's trying to communicate. Man save man, of course. <laughs> so yeah, I'm giving it a three out of ten. Uh, oh, buff frohickeys. Oh, very ridiculous, Robin. <laughs> um, some might think that. <laughs> Most <laughs> won't. Um, but the, that brings the grade down to a six point six. Because, come on. No, most of our feedback was higher than yours. <laughs> All right, well, most yeah, they were high. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, next time on the X Files, um, we do have season two, episode twenty, Dodcom with that's uh, D O D D O D, and then Calm with a K, and then we're going to have the uh, Calm Calm. It's it's, a, it's, a, it's about a Jamaican uh, um, web startup. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dotcom. <laughs> I'm very excited to be providing internet access to you at 14k. <laughs> Any other predictions, guys? Uh, no, that, that's it. That was it. Winner. Yeah. I've got a spooky website deal for you, man. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it was recently mentioned in the, uh, Facebook group that, um, we do help some people go to sleep and Michael David might be a part of the, you know, the soothing process and he will be here with us all episode long for those who really just want to get a real good sleep. So pull out your pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> get your ears ready. Yep. 
But Alex, thank you for coming by. And wow, you've really researched things. You brought a lot of insight to this episode. Thank you. You brought your A game, and A is for both Alex and Animal Facts. Ooh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's always a pleasure, guys. I love the podcast. Love being a part of it. Hey, you know, we were just mentioning last week, you know, we really love Ramjack and love to be a part of that too. So, uh, <laughs> awesome. leave it alone, Robin. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have the uh, <laughs> Sex Files podcast be guest star on Ramjack and just have a <laughs> that would be fun. I can see that. Uh, you know, think it over and then totally deny me once we end this recording. Uh, yeah, it's not <laughs> happening, Robin. This is we are tight schedule. Tight schedule. But uh, where can we? I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. No promises. And uh, you have other another podcast, right? Oh yeah, J- just just in case that isn't clear enough, Brad and I do a podcast together, which is called Ramjack. Uh, which you know, look it up if you have time. It's a fun time. Um, but I also do another podcast called Enumeration um, with a guy named Ben, and uh, that's a podcast where we just make lists of things. We have guests on and we, we chat. It's a fun time. It's like the I want to come back on Enumeration. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know guys... where that voice came from. There was a weird little <laughs> voice then, but yeah. I should get Ben on watching X Files if he hasn't already, and then we should have. The Sex Files podcast all into enumeration and we talk about the best episodes from season one. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'd be I'll, great. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, like a prize, I know process, but we'll see what we'll, we'll see. What I, we'll, we'll see. But thank you, thank you so much for letting me be on this podcast. I really appreciate it, guys. It's fun. No problem. Um, Yay! For those who might be listening to this as they're going to sleep, I guess. Good night. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Good night. Anything else, guys? Oh, okay. Well, until next time. Ugly gorillas. Ugly. Go away. <laughs> Tickle Amy. Tickle Amy. Amy, good gorilla. <laughs> Bye. Ape has never killed Ape. <laughs> All of our episodes can be found on iTunes or Downcast. If you're listening, let us know at twitter.com slash intro to UX. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash intro talks. Keep it spoiler free. If you do want to talk about spoilers, we have a group for that. That's at facebook.com slash groups slash super secret spoiler. Email us with feedback at mail at introtalks.com. Make sure the episode title is in the subject line. If you want to email me with anything spoilery, email me at super secret spoiler at intro to x.com. All of our podcasts and contact information can be found on our basement office on the internet, intro to x.com. And you can tweet me at twitter.com slash Also check out Redemption Cast, an intro cast I co-host about the TV series Angel. You can find that at redemptioncast.blogspot.com. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash MayaFire. You can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash TammyYip. You can also find me on I'llWatchThatMovie.com where I am a newbie going through movies from the 80s, 90s, and then we'll see what happens from there. And on a belly dance podcast called Yip Podcast. You guys can catch me on the Ramjack Podcast and also on the Twin Peaks Podcast.